0: Hello, everyone. Hi. We are back. And before we get started, we just want to take a moment to thank everyone who has listened to our podcast and shared their feedback and messaged us. We got so much amazing feedback from our friends and listeners.
1: Yeah, we're already a huge hit. I mean, thousands and thousands of downloads. (laughs) So it feels really good. Thank you, everyone, for listening.
0: I mean regardless of like what's going to happen with this podcast, I think just knowing that it made our friends laugh um, or smile or whatever is enough for me. I just think it's like so much fun to be able to sit down and chit chat and like share this with our friends. So
1: yes, but it would be so cool to have like a better help ad one day or some <laughs> oh, other totally. way to monetize this, but um, that's coming down. You know, one great way
0: I get dinner. Hello fresh. And no, I'm just kidding, <laughs> but I wa- did want to start off today as well before we get into our subject because this is a good one and this is a subject that is very close to Holly and I's hearts so before we get there I did just want to I did receive a couple messages okay say I did one more time Tristan anyways <laughs> I received a couple messages from from listeners asking about myself and Holly and how we know each other and like how this came to be so I thought I would just tell everyone quickly how Holly and I know each other because I feel like it's kind of a funny story so yeah, of course
1: let's do it. host chat
0: Host chat, chit chat. I was going to come in here and not speak to you because I read in Kelly Ripa's book that Regis refused to speak to her in the green room or backstage at Live with Regis and Kelly because he would yes. say, save it for the show. Live so, wire, great book. Save it for the show. <laughs> Anyways, Holly and I both attended what is now called Toronto Metropolitan University, formerly known as Ryerson University, when we attended. And it's funny because I feel like we must have crossed paths in like residence. I lived in a different building.
1: Yes. Tristan lived in the hotel building, which was just a converted hotel, which had hotel bathrooms and TVs in the rooms. Pretty sick. I was jealous.
0: I know. I had a full queen bed and it was empty. I didn't like, (laughs) oh my God, don't even. It's like, I look back on it and it's like, I should have been anyways. But I feel like we had to have met socially that year, but I just can't remember. But I will, I know specifically when I register us meeting, it was a cold September night. <laughs> In the basement of the Eaton Center, the I had the lowest level, the lowest, lowest, level, level. The, lowest oh. the bowels of the Eaton Center. And yes. if you guys know what we're talking about, it's like when you're down there, you're sweating, you're disoriented. It's all the like bargain <laughs> store, it's, it's bad. A cold sweat. It's, it was bad. Yeah. So I had recently, I mean, I guess we both had, it was literally the same week, we had both accepted <laughs> positions at re, former clothing retailer Express, if anyone remembers Express. It does, Wait,
1: they're still going, no?
0: I don't think, in, in Canada at least, I think it's over.
1: Okay, because I swear I've been seeing like Paige from Summer House doing ads for them like a
0: week Oh, okay. Ago. You okay. know and what, I think... they
1: closed in Canada.
0: Well, well, when I was in the States over the holidays, I did see it there, but mm-hmm. I don't think there's any Canadian stores. Anyways... I remember I was stationed like, oh my God, you guys, it was so abusive. Like I looked, back, I could write, we could do a podcast episode on this because yeah, it was so bleak and we should, and, we should. Like really and I'll mention time. them all. Like I,
1: oh my God, I, don't I can't their even,
0: names. I worked do there you, I a couple of names, but I worked, so I will explain. It was, I was stationed on the men's side of the store. It was like a big store and it had a men's side and a women's side divided by like a wall with like, you know, openings between them. I was on the men's side. Holly was on the women's side, and we could like <laughs> stare at each other through like the passageway between yeah. them. You
1: got an earpiece.
0: And we had earpieces in. And I remember we started like chit-chatting, like looking over to each other and talking because we're standing there. It's a weeknight. It's like dead empty. Like yeah. it's so flop. So we started befriending each other. Of course, we like get in trouble. Like the evil little <laughs> manager like stomps over or gets on the earpiece and is like, Tristan, Holly, no more talking. And it's like, oh my God. So you just stand there in silence, like pretending to fold something. And then I remember you didn't, you lasted like one week longer because you got another job.
1: Yeah, I was there for about two weeks, and you're right. They ran that place like the navy. Like, it was not. okay. Oh my
0: god! They would make us stay till like 11:30 midnight, like past our scheduled shift. Like you just couldn't leave. And oh my the god! The
1: fashions were so terrible. Oh,
0: just so dreadful. Okay. You know who was in the ads when we worked there? Carly Kloss. Oh, Throwback, if anyone yeah. remembers that. Carly Kloss was like on all the posters in the store. But I stayed Karlie working Klaus there. Sure. I know, and you know what's funny? The week that I got the job, I also had an interview scheduled the next week. Next week, sorry, with Club Monaco. But I got the Express job and they kind of dangled a carrot of like, we'll make you a key holder after a month of being a sales associate. And I was like, oh, I know I'll make like a little bit more money if I can get a key holder position, even if it's a worse store. Mm -hmm. And I was like, at Club Monaco, I probably wouldn't get a key holder position. So I stayed at Express. They obviously lied. That wasn't true. And I just worked there for that whole academic year, like until I moved home again in the spring. So I stayed for like six or eight months and it was torture. And Holly... Got out early.
1: Yeah, you know I found um waitressing where you can make a lot more money, have a lot more fun. So I, I got out of there. But I remember the first time going into like the bowels, like the back room. It's like <laughs> an entire new universe. It was like a maze. Like you go back, it's it looks like you're in like a IKEA or like yeah, Costco, seriously. Um, express clothes.
0: Bad. Oh my god, it was so bad. And it was like gave you a chill.
1: Like I'm like, this shit goes down in here. It was terrible. I don't even think there was like a break room. Do you they, remember that? Like there was bigger,
0: no. There like, wasn't. There set. was like a little tiny in that back area. There's a little tiny area with like a microwave. Yeah. And I remember there was a couple staff members who were like stock, so they just worked in the back, and they were like, I don't know who was treated worse. It's like I don't know what's worse, being on the floor, like.
1: I remember feeling very, like, humiliated. Like, I hated being on the floor. I had to get out of there. It's just something about, yeah. It
0: you know. was humiliating. And oh, the, my
1: And God. the way that, like, yeah, they were on you to, like, get the folds perfect. And I'm like, no And they'd
0: cares. be like, it wasn't commission-based. You they they... knew
1: how people act at the Eaton Center. Shit was flying everywhere. Oh, like, I watched a man steal
0: oh, a stack of T-shirts. Like, just, yes. it's like, and what am I going to do? Run after well, him? Well,
1: that's where we <laughs> learned. That was my first retail job, and it was, like, if people steal, there's not anything you can do. You can't ask to see their bag. You just watch it happen and let it go. And that, honestly, that was too too much information yeah. for me to handle.
0: And they were like abusive. Like I remember one time I had to like leave early. And keep in mind, this was we were scheduled to work like until like you know the mall closed at nine, and we had to be there till like ten thirty. It was already like 30 Like I'm actually yeah. past my schedule time, yeah. and I was like, I have to leave. And then I remember the manager like presenting me and calling all of the staff over and being like tristan says he has to leave and he's gonna leave the rest of his cleanup work to us (laughs) so everyone say bye to tristan like just to kind of like humiliate me and then i remember years later seeing him years later like a couple years later i didn't work there anymore obviously i saw him and he was a sales associate working the sunglass counter at nordstrom Mm -hmm. and he came over like and i was like looking at sunglasses or whatever and i made a comment and i actually wasn't trying to be bitchy if i wanted to be bitchy i could have said something worse but i was just like oh wow like hello upgrade hello nordstrom's oh like God. i was like not you at the sunglass counter because it's an upgrade from I fucking mean, express but great sunglasses at the Nordstrom sunglasses yeah it choose. i'm not i wasn't even being mean but i think he took it as me and i was like you know what actually i should buy a pair and return them under your name because that used to drive them nuts <laughs> oh what do you mean, it was so abusive <laughs> Well, because then they like the DM will see that, like they would get mad like based on how many returns oh, you got, yeah. like on so your you're own sales. To talk them out of you're supposed return. to talk them out of it exactly, anyways, Jeez, anyways, yes. I didn't do that. I'm not like that petty, but that's how we really met, and then I found an old, old photo of us yes. at the same birthday party in um, jazz condos. Yes. Do you remember that girl? this girl? I, this was a friend of mine from Hamilton who also went to university with us, and I think lived on your floor. Yeah, so that's we how we both some knew her.. Friends. I remember one of her friends from Hamilton and I won't say who it is. If you're listening, I'm sorry. I remember at this specific party, I remember it like it was yesterday. They were like doing a birthday shot or whatever. And the girl took the shot and just like, instantly projectile vomit (laughs) like all over the table oh I remember just me and my like
1: on the balcony probably yeah and I was with someone else
0: from Hamilton so it's like we all kind of know each other and I just remember us like I mean I feel bad for the girl and we've I mean I haven't been there exactly but we've all drank too much and I didn't but we were just like trying not to laugh (laughs) anyways and then after that it's like it's a long story but I had friends living in a student house. And then as one person would leave the student house, one of Holly's close friends lived in the student. So then we just like were, well, you moved into the house.
1: Yeah. And then suddenly our friend groups, we just became so enmeshed and it was like, we'd been friends forever. So
0: totally. And the moment I knew that we had a spiritual, a somewhat (laughs) spiritual connection was we both went to a cottage. Mm -hmm. And by that, like by this point in the evening, at the cottage were like a couple glasses of rosé deep and I remember us just getting into the deepest Real Housewives hole and like we just spent the whole night together and I was like oh my god Holly I love you I love you I love you so
1: and those those housewives really got us through university they really
0: carried us yeah. yeah
1: Us on our back, and also, I feel like we're twin brain because how did we both think to get a job at Express like <laughs> a week into university, not from Toronto? We're like, we got to get a job at the Youth <laughs> Center, make a little extra cash.
0: Like, what? Oh my what god, were we thinking? I remember it was a group interview too. Ah, uh, okay, I could oh, talk about that yeah. forever, I won't, but yeah, so. anyways, that's how Holly and I know each other, and then we just like we keep up with the same pop culture stuff, like, we, we just do, and yeah, so we have twin brains. So, today, the reason I say all that is because today's topic is a woman that we love and is really near and dear to us. And is a woman who actually was flagged to me by Holly. Yes. Holly was the first person to send me the exposé Instagram story and Twitter thread. So
1: And who is it, Tristan?
0: It is well, it depends. <laughs> <laughs> for for now, I'm going to refer to her as Ilaria Baldwin. <laughs> And that's how she pronounces it. I'm not being insensitive. how would
1: her parents uh, refer to her growing (laughs)
0: up? (laughs) I think her parents and people who knew her in her past would refer to her as Hilary Hayward Thompson.
1: Thomas. Thomas.
0: Oh my God, sorry. I can't even get her. Hilary Hayward Thomas. You guys, there's so many names. How can I keep up? (laughs) Hilary Hayward Thomas. Thank you.
1: Yes, so Tristan was saying that I sent him the initial thread because I've actually, you know what? I was a fan of her, I guess you could say, um, since she came on the scene. I, I always liked Alec Baldwin um, in 30 Rock. I thought he was hilarious as Jack Donaghy. And, you know, I love um, an older man when he finds kind of a new young woman, an ingenue, to put on Instagram. And she put all these, like, sexy yoga photos, and I just thought she was so hilarious and attention-seeking that I just had to follow her. And then things started to snowball, and that's kind of where we've we've ended up here today. And the snowball's gotten quite massive, so... Um, hola pepinos we're gonna talk a little bit about Hilaria
0: today yes and the snowball's actually still growing and I will say <laughs> so I also I too like I had known about Hilaria I mean this is what I would typically ask you of like how yeah. was your first introduction to Hilaria mine was like I had known her when she married Alec Baldwin I was like a voracious Perez Hilton reader and I knew her as his Spanish wife it was like very much yes. a part of the identity that he had this Spanish wife and she was beautiful and she was gorgeous and she was much much younger than him she's, a
1: yoga instructor.
0: she's like a sexy hot Spanish yoga instructor and they had a bunch of kids in quick succession that was all that I really knew and I knew she was kind of like a cringy influencer mommy yes. but they're all cringy like every Hollywood wife is a cringy influencer mommy so it's like I don't know I didn't keep up with her that closely
1: but she had higher uh higher ambitions than the average influencer wife um and we're gonna get into that so I'm just going to start off by saying we both love her, we adore her. Um, they're very litigious, so we're just putting out there that uh, none of what we say is factual. It's all what we've gathered from the blogs and from following them online. And I know that she's very sensitive to bullying, and we would never want her to feel bullied by us. So Ilaria, we love you. And also, there's been some tragic circumstances uh, around the movie Rust in the past couple years, and we're not going to really get into what happened there, but I will say it's ramped up her grift and we will get into her reaction maybe to that.
0: We are choosing to focus on the positive. And Ilaria, <laughs> Alec, if you're listening, I know you're very litigious. I know Alec is very well known for calling, <laughs> um, oh my God, who did he call a snappy little queen? It was, oh Oh my God. Okay. You have to pull it up. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. But any, you guys, we will follow up on this. We might have to edit this out, Holly, if you're listening later. Yeah. Um,
1: uh, he called a glad reporter a toxic little queen.
0: Okay, so okay. Alec, what was it about though? What oh, was it he? It was
1: after the reporter was reporting on James Gandolfini's funeral. Yes, which we're Oh, to talk about.
0: Oh, so. uh, that's how. Thank you. Yeah. So, wait, what was it specifically? A toxic little queen? Alec, before you call me a toxic little queen, <laughs> or please. A little pig, so. Or a
1: thoughtless little pig. Or a thoughtless
0: little pig. One or the two. And you know what? I've probably been called both. Okay, yes. I've heard it all before, Alec. I just want to say that we love you and we love your wife and we thank you because we have been thoroughly entertained. And this is not for us to be malicious. All of this is alleged or it's all kind of public information that we have found. And these are, we're just discussing. Yes, okay, I think
1: you're a hilarious actor. Um, she's definitely monetized my Instagram following of her over the years. So you're welcome for that. And I always liked uh, Alec's daughter, Ireland, um, who he did, um, unfortunately, have words for back in the day, but I've always followed her, and I think she's a cool chick, so anyways. With that being said, um, I'm gonna talk a little bit about how they met, and then we're just gonna let it go off the rails. So, uh, they met in 2011, no, 2010, and their story is pretty interesting. They met uh, at this infamous restaurant in New York called Pure, Feud and, Pure Food and Wine, um, and if anyone has seen the Netflix documentary Bad Vegan, um, it's all about this restaurant and the scamstress uh, proprietor of the restaurant, Sarna Megalness. Uh, sh- it's quite the crazy documentary. She was being swindled out of money by like a lover who was telling her that her deceased dog was like communicating with her from the other realm and... Uh, just a lot a lot going on there. So her uh, and Hilar- Hilaria were friends, uh, Sarma and Hilaria, and allegedly Sarma told Hilaria that Alec would be at the restaurant that night. She was supporting her friend in that way, you know, trying to help her secure the bag. And yeah, the rest is history. So... Tristan,
0: jump in. Okay, I should also say, just while we're talking about Sarma, you guys should watch the documentary. It's crazy. It honestly is a bit of a Tinder swindler story. Like, it goes into a whole different direction. They go on the run. It's like a crazy crime documentary. But before all of that, we should also note that Sarma has said, or she has made suggestions that she wishes she had dated Alec when she had the chance. Because her and Alec, (laughs) through this restaurant, had... A friendship. They had a friendship. And I think Alec had e- even commented in a publication or in a tweet, um, something along the lines of like, you should all go eat at Pure Food and Wine, especially because of its beautiful owner, Sarmouth. So they had like a bit, ba- I don't mean, I don't want to say it was flirtatious or not, but they had a rapport. Yeah. They were good friends. featured
1: in the documentary, like some tweets back and forth. Totally. Them.
0: And then the scamster that she ended up dating and giving all her money to, part of why she was sold by this man was because he and this was in the early days of Twitter, but he um, was tweeting back and forth with Alec Baldwin. Like Alec <laughs> would engage with this guy. His name's Anthony. But yeah. I mean, that's all. we don't want to talk yeah, too much yeah. about all that. But Alec and him would tweet back and forth at each other. He was like an Alec Baldwin fan. And it was early days of Twitter. So celebrities were more. Totally, somebody. totally. And then Sarma seeing that was like, oh, OK, clearly he's a legit guy. He's friends with Alec Baldwin. So Sarma sets them up at Pure Food and Wine. Also, how good did Pure Food? I'm not a vegan, but... That documentary was selling me because yeah. the food looked like it clapped.
1: The food was not the issue with that place. <laughs> it looked, it looked, it looked so good. And um, yeah, Sarma actually turned out to be quite the uh, fraudstress herself. So we're saying she got swindled little of a lot of money, but she ended up swindling all of her employees out of uh, their, their livelihood as well, which is pretty sad. So it also says uh, in our research that at one point... Alec and Ilaria bailed Sarma out of jail for like a hundred thousand dollars after she got caught. So
0: that is alleged. I think I yeah. I couldn't find a, a really good source for that, but allegedly Ilaria convinced Alec to contribute a hundred k towards her bail. I don't know. Anyway, Sarma did end up serving four months at Rikers <laughs> Island. Just so you all know. But um, so they get married in 2011. One thing that I don't want to talk about, just because we mentioned it quickly. Sorry, Holly. I'm cutting you off. No, but get into it. um. I I didn't know this, but Ilaria's first brush with kind of negative press was way back in 2013. So the two of them, Alec and Ilaria, attended actor James Gandolfini's funeral. Of course, he's the star of The Sopranos. He is, in fact, Tony Soprano. Um, And I guess, like, Ilaria, at the service, there was a bit of a scene. She was pregnant at the time, and she got up and left. Of course, she's a pregnant woman. No one is questioning that. And it's like, if she has to get up and leave, of course she has to get up and leave. But what made it... What made it notable was that she, like, almost immediately was tweeting, and the tweets were just, like, really fun. I mean, not funny, it's funny. She was tweeting at, like, Rachel Ray being like, can't wait to try your recipe. Like, funny. Like, and it, so she's tweeting these things, right? And then she almost immediately does an interview with Extra. So at the time, she was a lifestyle correspondent for the entertainment TV show Extra. So she leaves the funeral, immediately does a piece for Extra where she's talking about the funeral and how it was tragic. She even, I watched it. She says how like, she really didn't know him that well. He was Alex's friend. But so for her to even be the expert on James Gandolfini's funeral yeah. is like hilarious. And
1: she's calling him Jimmy. <laughs>
0: yeah, She refers to it. Yes, she refers to him as Jimmy. Like, you know, she's like this close with him. Um, but... So people were upset that clearly she had been tweeting. Not only had she been tweeting, but she had left this funeral and clearly went and like immediately did an interview. Yeah, it was um, a bit tacky. Which is a bit tacky because yeah. she she ended up coming out and trying to say you know I'm pregnant and I needed water so I had to go home but she didn't go <laughs> home I mean she went into this interview and she was tweeting these things during the funeral yeah so anyways uh, the Daily Mail had an article alleging that they were able to look at like the metadata of the tweets and the tweets were kind of sent or scheduled earlier so she actually didn't tweet at that time I mean we don't know that's it's all alleged but that was the first piece of kind of. Questionable yes, press I could then, find on like her. Like
1: we said, Alec comes back hard because he is in a constant battle with the press, and he calls the reporter what was it, toxic? A little toxic queen. little queen. And so he, we know he's going to defend his wife, and that's going to
0: yes, that is a the theme yeah. exactly. Okay. So
1: anyways, they married they or they met and they married very quickly. She was 27 and he was 53, which makes it a 26 year age difference. Um, I would say that's one of the stupidest things you can do. Uh, it seems to be working for them, but it's it's. Almost twice her age. Um, yeah.
0: Yes. And before we continue, just so we can get these, like, facts of the case out, they <laughs> almost immediately start having children. They have seven children in total. So yeah. uh, um, their first daughter, their first child, well, Carmen... Well, let's
1: save it. Let's save the kids' Okay, next, but so
0: just... their first is born... So just to give yeah. you guys a bit of context, their first was born in 2013, so kind of two years after they were wed, mm-hmm. and their most recent was born in September of 2022 so just a few months ago so they have been having children (laughs) this entire time and that does not include also there have been and this is tragic of course like I'm not saying this to sensationalize it but she has she publicizes all of this on Instagram constantly there have been like numerous miscarriages as well that she yeah showcased on her Instagram just putting that up so she's been pregnant she's been like Cons- pregnant consecutively for like fifteen years. Like she is. But roughly, so, we
1: we have some theories. Well, let's so not get ahead, not ahead, ahead of
0: ourselves. No, no, okay, no. I so before we get there, you guys, there's so much to cover, and I just want to, I need to get the facts out as quickly as I can, and then Holly and I will discuss and get jokey with you.
1: And bef- yeah, before we say anything, just remember it's not that deep, you know. Um,
0: it's not that deep. It's just, <laughs> it's just gossip, guys. Yeah. Okay. So let me run through the timeline from 2011 to 2020. And these are just the facts as they are presented. Many of them presented by Hilaria herself. Ilaria, sorry. She corrects people and says the H is silent. So I'm not trying to be offensive. It is Ilaria. August 2011. So we already talked about this. August 2011, Ilaria begins dating Alec Baldwin after meeting him on a restaurant. She says on Twitter... When someone asks, why do you tweet in Spanish? She says, because, quote, I spent a lot of my childhood in Spain. Okay. June 2012, a year later, she marries Alec. Um, The Times announcement of their wedding says she was raised in Boston and Spain. And she graduated from New York University. She was raised in Boston and Spain. Her parents now reside on Mallorca in Spain. About the wedding, a People Magazine story at the time also said she wore a, quote, Spanish Vale and she said I liked that I brought in a bit of my culture she told Vanity Fair Espana that her family could not pronounce her new surname um, she said this is a rough translation because the article is in Spanish but she said I had to repeat it to my family three times Baldwin And the third time they said, Oh, we already know who it is. Why didn't you pronounce it right the first time? So I mean the allegation here is that not only did her family not know who Alec Baldwin, (laughs) one of like the biggest movie stars of the past fifty years, is, they also were unable to pronounce the name Baldwin.
1: And look, just to interrupt, it's come out her her family is
0: Well, we're we're getting there. We're getting there. July 2012, Baldwin tells Extra... So, of course, she was a lifestyle correspondent for Extra. She tells Extra that 35 or 40 of her family members came from Spain for the wedding. They were also wed... um, I'm going to get this wrong, but they were wed, I believe, on, like, the farthest east coast point in... I want to say the Hamptons. We can confirm. Either way, there was a quote where she said to be as close as she could to Spain. Okay, Okay, so she... (laughs) Allegedly, 35 or 40 of her family members came from Spain for the wedding. And when asked where their honeymoon would be, she said she wants to go to, quote, España soon. Okay. July 2012, (laughs) Ilaria appears on Good Morning America with exclusive photos from the wedding. Again, she repeats that her veil was inspired by her Spanish roots. September 2012, after her wedding, Ilaria starts an Instagram account. This is notable because the Instagram, oh boy. She frequently captions photos in both Spanish and English. Um, I want to pull up one that I saw here. This is from way back then in 2012. So it's a photo of her wearing a, like, Spain soccer jersey that she's cut the sleeves off and turned into a V-neck. So it's very cute. Um, And the caption is, in case there was any question about mi cultura upbringing... So she often weaves Spanish into her captions and she really emphasizes. It's not just that she's like, you know, has a Spanish caption, whatever. She is emphasizing the fact that she has Spanish cultura. Okay.
1: Yes. and uh, We didn't, we never doubted her at this time because if you look at the photos, she uh, has black, jet black hair.
0: It's giving Spanish. She's
1: got all of tone skin and yeah. she's gorgeous and she speaks with a spanish accent.
0: Yeah. yeah, I mean not to stereotype there are spanish people that look all kinds of different yes. ways, but at the time she really presented as very
1: yeah, tan
0: skin, very very dark hair. Okay? I'm just listen. <laughs> that is just a fact. And then it is also to be noted that during her time at NYU, she was a competitive ballroom Latin ballroom dancer yes. as well. So she, you know, Okay,
1: let's get back. She was presenting as yes. spanish.
0: Yes. Um, so her captions are often weave Spanish in. One photo showed her husband with Richard Gere on stage together. The caption was hubby and Senor gear. <laughs> a blurry image of former U.S. President Bill Clinton speaking was captioned "Senor Clinton. Another post appeared to show Baldwin posing with her brother, her nephew and her father in Mallorca, Spain. Mi familia, she wrote. And then another one was a photo of her as a child. And it said la vida en España. Also, this timeline is from Insider.com. So thank you, Insider.com. November 2012, Baldwin says in a reply to someone on Twitter that she was born in Boston. Um, someone, I believe this was when someone tweeted at her, "Why do you? Why is there so much Spanish in your content?" And she said, "I was born in Boston, but spent much of my childhood in Spain." Mm-hmm. So here she's saying she was born in Boston. Okay. Uh, sorry, I'm not yelling at you, Holly, but I'm just <laughs> just so everyone knows. November 2012, Ilaria posts a throwback photo of her wearing a Spanish soccer jerseys. This was the post I was talking about, seemingly in response to people doubting her cultura. Um, So the full caption was, in case there is any question about mi cultura upbringing, and then the hashtag, if there were a middle finger emoji, it would be inserted here. Queen. This was before the middle finger emoji, so she had to find a way. Um, A woman named Ravid Levy, whose LinkedIn lists Los Angeles as her hometown, commented, I think I'm responsible for taking that photo. Hilaria commented back, it was un buen momento. (laughs) (laughs) Queen. It's a queen. <laughs> Look, it's I'm like too good. I know, I'm, I'm waiting. You guys, just wait for the ball to drop. You just have to stick with us. I'm going to get through this as quick as I can. April 2013, Alec appears on The Late Show with David Letterman. He does like an arguably offensive imitation of her i mean he's imitating an imitator so i yeah. you know what i mean i'm not the expert here it but it was a
1: different time people were a bit looser with yeah um, imitations and cultural totally
0: language. and me reading the spanish i'm not trying to imitate anyone i'm trying to read the spanish the best way i know yeah. how so um on, he and then quote he says my wife is from spain after imitating her accent he said he does this whole bit and he's like i don't mean to be racist my wife is from spain so he says she's from spain April 2013, Ilaria responds to someone on Twitter saying her family lives in Spain. She says, you do realize my family lives in Spain and I speak Spanish. See? Okay. True. True. May (laughs) No lies detected. May 2013, she posts a throwback photo of herself performing a Latin dance, saying her future daughter was taking after her mama. So this is when she was pregnant. Um, So the caption is... (laughs) Pitufina is taking after her mama right now and doing this in my tummy. We should note the nickname Pitufina comes from the Spanish version of the cartoon The Smurfs. Baldwin confirmed on Twitter that it meant baby girl Smurf. So her Aww. baby girl Smurf was Latin dancing in her tummy. <laughs> which I, <Pitufina>. I love. <laughs> June 2013, Baldwin Ilaria, sorry, retweets a Latina magazine article that lists her as one of the 15 best-dressed Latina stars of the week. Uh oh. This is particularly hilarious. She, this is particularly hilarious story um, because she was also... They, they did it again a couple of weeks later, two weeks in a row. She was on the best-dressed Latina stars of the week list. This is particularly notable because um, people from Spain, while they are Hispanic, they are not Latino. The, the term Latino or Latina describes people from South America. So yes. any I'm Spanish nice. person or any Latin person would know and understand that difference i mean maybe i'm making an assumption here but to my knowledge a spanish person would not refer to themselves as a latina or a latino or would typically correct someone if they made that assumption about them because they're from spain they're not from latin america
1: yeah i would agree with that and around this time is when and like this article uh Demonstrates She's starting to really lean into this, like, Latin press or Spanish press. She's speaking a lot with Ola magazine. She's really allowing all the Spanish news sources to come to her. So
0: totally. It should be noted that, like, she starts to get a bit of a career on her own and much of it is aimed at the Latin market or the Spanish speaking market. Like she becomes an identity of her own um, and a bit of a television personality
1: the correspondent.
0: Yeah, of, and a level. lot of it is rooted in her, or she roots it in the fact that she's Spanish. Like, all of the interviews, everything, like, she is yeah. driving the point home that she is Spanish in a lot of this content. And
1: we'll talk about it, but you can see how you might get caught up in this. If a Hispanic publication <laughs> is giving you totally. attention, sure, why yeah. not? Like, okay. And
0: a lot of the extra clips, um, she speaks with a heavy Spanish accent. Heavy, uh, I mean, okay. maybe I shouldn't use I the mean, word heavy. I that's the biggest but...
1: thing. No, it's quite heavy, and we'll talk. Like, it's yeah. not funny. People lost their
0: minds. Like, like in, in exactly, happened. and in, even in the we were talking about the James Gandolfini clip. It's like she is speaking with a Spanish accent. Like it, is, this is someone who is presenting as very Spanish. Yes. So continue. September 2013, in an interview with mom.com dot Ilaria is asked how she would incorporate Latin culture into her newborn daughter's life. She says, "I want her to be bilingual. My parents are here visiting from Spain, so we speak to her in Spanish. They bought her a bunch of books in Spanish. We read them to her." This is pretty iconic. They ask her, what is her favorite Spanish? What are her favorite Spanish language songs that she sings to the baby? Um, She lists two Spanish lullabies, and then she reveals that she really likes, as well, Ave Maria. She walked down the aisle to Ave Maria. What is notable about this is Ave Maria is Latin, not Spanish. I mean, anyways, that's just whatever. November 2013, she reposts a photo of a sunset on Instagram and says it reminds her of being young in Spain. This is the sunset I remember from when I was young in Spain. Que foto mas maravillosa. Okay, I am probably butchered that. But she's, you know, she's incorporating Spanish into all of her captions. February 2014, she posts a photo of her doing a yoga pose with Spain's flag to celebrate being back in the country. Grateful to be back and on my back in España. This is another thing. That kind of raised my eyebrow of like... And this is another thing. We'll get to this as well. A lot of her content, particularly in the past, it's like oddly suggestive and sexual throughout as well and if you guys look through her Instagram and look through her old photos it's like so we all I mean I don't even know if we mentioned this she's a yoga instructor as well
1: Yeah, and she's known for yoga her how she got big on Instagram, pose of the day, and it was always a sexy like lingerie yoga. Post. Always,
0: always, always. And like
1: they get like pretty graphic. Like,
0: yeah, and sometimes topless, like covering. You know, yeah. you're not seeing nipple, but captions
1: were always suggestive about like how yoga and you know sex are you know,
0: intertwined. intertwined. So yeah, keep
1: going with this because let's get you know right now I'm seeing just a woman who loves and <laughs> no crime and speaking Spanish, no but, crime.
0: No March 2014, she does an interview with Yoga Journal. Um, says she grew up in the U.S. And Spain. So she says, when I go to Spain, Ilaria grew up in the US and Spain, I eat paella and things I wouldn't normally eat. Okay. She also, she's not a vegan, but she has a very, very strict diet. Uh, March 2014, a Vanity Fair España article mentions that she didn't want to provide or confirm her biographical details. This is an interesting one because this is a Spanish publication from Spain. Um, The translated quote here is, New York is a Mecca for people who want to reinvent themselves imbued with that spirit. Thomas Ilaria refuses to give me or confirm any biographical information beyond carefully chosen anecdotes. So here's where it's like, when faced with an actual Spanish publication, she seems unwilling or uninterested or unable to provide any specific details about her life in Spain, okay?
1: Yeah, and we're going to theorize more on this later, but I feel like it almost kind of goes along with the timeline of like the internet going out of control where... She might have started this grift and now it's like 2014 and actually people can start to use the internet to look up things about you and find out about your past. So it's like, oh shit, what do I do now?
0: Totally. And another thing to note here, I don't think we've mentioned this yet, but it will come up. She repeatedly is listed and mentions the fact that her family lives in Mallorca. I think I did mention Mallorca. In this article, she mentions that she learned Latin dancing in Seville, Spain. So, okay, thank you. But so she's also mentioning multiple cities in Spain here, which is, I mean, that could be possible. Nothing wrong with that, wrong okay. with that but just something to know. May 2014, Elle magazine profiles Ilaria and says she grew up between Boston and Spain. Yep. Okay, and, but notable, they say Ilaria is half Spanish. Okay, and she grew up between Boston and Spain. This description is consistent for most of her interviews at this time. Totally. May 2014. The Times profiles Baldwin, Ilaria a couple of weeks later and repeats the mention of Boston and Spain. Um, they mention her accent. She spells out how her name is pronounced, um, and she mentions that her, her job on Extra came about in part because of her husband's friendship with one of the producers on the show. So, Throughout the rest of 2014, as Carmen, their first daughter, turns one and starts talking, Baldwin frequently posts photos and videos with Spanish captions. Um, I mean, I don't want to read them all. You guys get the idea, but they're all super, super Spanish, okay? October 2014, Baldwin's father, David L. Thomas Jr., and her mother, Catherine Hayward, found a website called International Integrators. This is notable because this gives her parents a presence on the internet that we can clearly look at and reference when doing even the most basic of genealogical research on her. (laughs) So the site includes a blog where they share personal stories. Um, Her mother... So her mother is a medical doctor. Um, she works at the Massachusetts General Hospital and Harvard Medical School. Or she, pardon. She worked at Massachusetts General Hospital and Harvard Medical School from 1992 until 2012. So I don't even think we mentioned this, but Hilar- Hilaria was born in 84. So. so
1: that would be most of her, her growing up
0: years. Mm, yes. I mean, yeah. until she's 28. At, sure, at least. Yeah. Her mother was working at a hospital in Boston. Yeah. And I was mean, a professor at Harvard I'm Medical School. Not
1: spoil it, but I'm sure most people know. It's going to come out that her parents lived and worked in Boston, in Massachusetts. Yeah, and have
0: careers that are clearly... Um,
1: and the growing up in Spain was more limited to like trips to spain like family vacations. yes and
0: sorry they had careers that are clearly verifiable like it is it is a given fact that her mother was a practicing doctor and a practicing academic or practicing academic well working academic in the boston area for yes
1: and let me just add in that her father was an attorney uh and he has a law degree from georgetown he practiced in boston but he did have a undergrad degree in spanish literature so
0: so he, he has a flair yeah, for the he spain also has as well an admiration <laughs> for and um yeah. yeah
1: that's where she got it from
0: and the new york post reported that the two of them her parents moved to spain in 2011 so it that's sounds true. like that is a true fact and, and it sounds says, like they purchased property in, in mallorca yeah. yes they purchased property in mallorca as a retirement property um and they mm-hmm. have been living out their retirement in spain which is a fact Um, Holly kind of mentioned this, but her father publishes a blog in 2015, January 2015, about how Spanish language and culture, he really admires Spanish language and culture, but quote, he doesn't have an iota of Latin blood. So he does point out that, you know, he studied Spanish in university, um, he really admires Spanish culture and Spanish food, um, but he himself does not have a drop of Latin blood. August 2015. Hello Magazine interview ref- refers to Baldwin as a Spanish-born beauty. So she goes back, like, we're getting multiple claims. And I think she argues that, well, she didn't say she was Spanish-born. Yeah, the magazine fair, said she was yeah, Spanish-born.
1: People born. are going with this narrative and she's just not really opposing it, which... Yeah,
0: knows, but, so yeah. It's, but it has switched back and forth from born in Boston, raised in Spain, to born in Spain, raised in Boston and Spain, raised between the two. Like, there's multiple conflicting reports here. September 2015, she starts occasionally reposting memes in Spanish on Instagram. It's just funny. I, whatever it's she can funny, post her Spanish yeah, memes. Yeah, do what you want. October 2015, she participates. This okay. This is go. now this is her story. <laughs> she participates in a people on Espanol festival segment on the Today Show. Everyone, this has been all over TikTok this week, but you guys must look this up. She is teaching. Well, she's on the Today Show doing a segment about cooking gazpacho. Oh <laughs> just God, all man. of it is so funny to me. I'm sorry, gazpacho is not funny. That's fabulous. I just the whole <laughs> circumstance of this is so funny. So she's teaching them how to cook authentic gazpacho. She's even like commenting about how you know in America they make it too spicy, and in Spain they would never cook with these ingredients. Like she mm. she appreciates an authentic gazpacho, okay, people, but. And I'm going to quote it. You can watch the clips later. She is pointing at the ingredients on the table. She says, "We ha- and I quote, we have tomatoes. We have, um, how do you say in English? Cucumber.
1: How you say cucumber.
0: <laughs> okay, you do it better than me. I believe
1: that she says it twice during, like, she forgets the <laughs> word for cucumber twice. Like, she might as well have said it, like, como se dice, Cucumber. Cucumber. Honestly, she really walked so Kendall Jenner could run with the cucumber <laughs> on the internet work.
0: Totally. Like and
1: this is probably, like, one of my top three favorite Eladio moments.
0: <laughs> this is for sure in my top three. And this is a moment where she is a Spanish woman. She is so clearly a Spanish woman that she does not even know the word for cucumber. She doesn't even... You know what I mean? Like, it's giving she English as a second Boston. language. She
1: didn't go to school and... I know. And
0: I'm not saying... Again, like, I'm not saying that to be offensive, but it's giving, like, Spanish is her first language... And she has to draw on Spanish to remember, you know what I mean? She, she can't remember the word remember in English. Word cucumbers. She not remember I'd that's cucumbers. one word
1: that, that'll be with me till the day I die. Like, dementia, Alzheimer's, come at me. Like, <laughs> oh. I will know what the cucumber is. I think. God willing. God willing.
0: She later told the Times that it was a brain fart. Um, she, anyway. But it's like, it's such, it's a real Spanish moment. She's like, how you say cucumber? I
1: you say cucumber?
0: So March 2016, she, this is, again, another one of these. March 2016, she's interviewed by Latina Magazine. The article identifies her as a Spanish-American. It's an exclusive interview with Latina, so <laughs> pretty iconic if you ask me. December 2016, she publishes a book, The Living Clearly Method. Now, I have not read this book. Holly, have you read this book?
1: No, and I checked on Goodreads today. Not many people have read it. Like, <laughs> under 200 people have read this Come book. on. The library has
0: to have a copy. Um, she reveals that her and Alec have a Spanish phrase engraved in their wedding rings.
1: Again, I nothing her. wrong with that.
0: I mean, nothing inherently wrong with that. Like, lots of people... How many people do we know or people you grew up with that have, like, you know, Chinese symbol tattoos or Arabic writing tattoos? And I mean, listen, I, there's a whole other discussion yeah. about that. But there are lots of people who maybe choose phrases in other languages. Yes. And whatever. But we'll
1: get into, yeah.
0: So... Continuing, December twenty sixteen. Sorry, Holly. I feel like I'm cutting you off. You no, guys, I'm if I'm cutting this, Holly off,
1: we're looking at this kind of slideshow as we do this. Yes. So, so, walked down so
0: memory deep lane, deep and up. I'm just being quick because we have so much to get through. Yeah. December twenty sixteen. Her and her family are featured on the cover of Ola magazine. They
1: loved this family at Ola magazine. <laughs> like they could not get enough of the baldwinitos.
0: She's, they coined the term baldwinitos. Um, the magazine yeah Aww. i believe it was ola magazine that coined the term i maybe it might have been latina magazine it was one of the two but <laughs> the, the term has stuck we love the baldwinitos so and how she uses it yeah. she uses it and i think they've been on the cover a total of three times mm-hmm. um she celebrated with a cover story um she celebrated with an instagram post that said Feliz navita and happy holidays <laughs> Feliz Navidad, um, yeah and in the article they refer to her as a spanish-born beauty okay spanish-born At some point in this period, Baldwin is signed to a talent agency. She signed to CAA, which is one of the major agencies in Los Angeles. Her biography on the website says she was born in Mallorca, Spain, raised in Boston, Massachusetts. Okay, this statement allegedly it's there, you know, based on and this is common. I mean, if you're hiring her, um, if you're featuring her on a segment, you would go to her agency's page to read her agency's bio. And that's where kind of introductory information is pulled from. So this is repeated in a number of publications and a number of biographies. Her Amazon Prime biography, and I'm assuming this is attached to her book, um, says she was born on January 6, 1984 in Mallorca, Spain, as Ilaria Lynn Thomas. OK, so this is repeated <laughs> around this time. That fact that she was born in Mallorca really gets repeated. Fabulous. May 2016, they're profiled again by Ola Magazine. The article says she was born in Spain and that her native language is Spanish. Okay. Okay. This was the issue where they coined the term Baldwinitos. So we were really leaning in. She's
1: probably like up to like four or five kids at this point, maybe six. Like yeah. the kids are popping out and we'll talk You're about You're
0: right. When, once we get through all this, we'll talk about all of the kids and give the dates. Because you yeah. guys, there's literally so many children, not to mention the pregnancies in between. Like she literally was pregnant the entire time.
1: Yes. And that's one of the reasons I loved Molly because <laughs> I'm like, come on, all these cute little kids. And the kids are so cute.
0: Like, yes. I die for them. They're so cute. And we'll talk about this too. But a lot of her content was like weird, sexy pregnancy content. Yes. Like it was giving Demi Moore magazine cover like 500 times. Like she just, yes. she loved it.
1: She was like starring in the movie of her Instagram. She's got like a baby on her hip doing like yoga and lingerie. Like
0: One is, on is latched to her nipple. She yeah. loved the breastfeeding photos. And yeah. before people could even, you know what I mean? Because that's a whole other debate. And sometimes people are commenting like, oh, put that away, whatever. Before people even had had a chance to say that, she would be defending it. Like, she yeah. she would be getting ahead of the scandal of being like, I celebrate my pregnant body and you won't shame me, which is fine. But, like, she was addicted to this kind of content. She wouldn't stop. Yeah. So, now we're getting to the good stuff. Yeah. Thank you for... You guys gotta know the background info before we really get to it. So, yeah. April 2020, and I love this clip too. She records a podcast, mm-hmm. The Cocktails and Convos with Cat and Nat podcast. Um, they episode description says that she is originally from Mallorca, Spain. And in the podcast, this is another clip that you guys can look up if you're interested. The interviewers say, quote, so you moved here with your parents, referring to New York City, where the three of them recorded this episode. She says, no, 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 no. I moved here when I was 19 to go to NYU. Okay, so she says she moved to New York to go to NYU. They say, oh, from... And she says from my family lives in spain they live in mallorca okay and then they say so yeah that's why that makes sense why you wouldn't know pop culture and she's like yeah i don't know any pop culture so in this moment she says she moved to NY. she moved to new york when she was 19 to go to nyu they say from where and she just like it doesn't get too specific just says my family lives in mallorca i moved here when i was 19 to go to nyu I mean, (laughs) right? But she doesn't leave with that. Like she, 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 she she just switches to my family lives in Mallorca. Yes. September 2020, a parenting form thread begins. So this is, I actually, this is incorrect because we, Holly and I have been knee deep in this thread the past few days. The thread is a part of the website called (laughs) DC Urban Moms and Dads. Which is hilarious that this legendary. is what kicked this off. Like, and you guys, the website is giving 2004. Like, who knew that there best were TV this on this
1: type
0: before? Oh, it's oh, so god. true. So There's nothing I love more. Oh my god! But does anyone, Holly, did, me, did you prob- ever you read?
1: Robin Dixon has like an alias.
0: Oh, lipstick Layla. alley. Yeah. Okay. Yes, Maybe lipstick alley. This... There's another thread on lipstick alley if any of you are familiar. And Robin Dixon from the Re- Real Housewives of Potomac was allegedly spilling tea about NBA wives. She was
1: on here too because she was a DC urban mom.
0: Oh, you know Robin was dropping Giselle tea. <laughs> yeah. But okay. um, so this actually, I found they're incorrect on the insider timeline because the very first post in this thread is in November of 2019. So the thread starts off, it's a bit of like an influencer snark thread. They're just kind of making fun of her. Most of it is around her constantly being pregnant, her constant her oversharing, Instagram posts. They're ridiculous. her Instagram posts. And also, as DC urban moms, they found it maybe. They were uncomfortable with the fact that she was constantly seeming to throw in their faces, that she kept having these children, kept getting her amazing body back nearly instantly. Like, she, of instantly. course, looked amazing.
1: And then Alec would be commenting on the photos
0: sexy and this up, like you know is super sexual yeah. oversharing, constantly showing off her body which is fine Ilaria if you're listening yoga she's so. a yoga instructor and also the most ridiculous yoga photos oh, we will get into them yeah, after yeah. but like just sharing the craziest photos always with like a kid latched onto her it just you know what I mean over the top influencer content but at this point the thread is focused on just kind of like you know being snarking, snarking yeah. on her influencer content um But around this time, and I went through the thread, and I believe the first one I could find was in early 2020, Um, so a couple months into the thread, they start questioning her accent and her upbringing. So originally, they, of course, they find her parents and they're like, you know, if her mom had this thriving career, how could she be raised in Spain? Even if she vacationed there regularly, you wouldn't pick up an accent like that. It's fake. And around this time, there's also a rumor on the thread, and someone keeps commenting it, and I saw this myself, that she was born in Mallorca while they were on vacation. That her parents were vacationing in Mallorca while her mother was pregnant, and that's why she was born there, but she was raised in Boston. So another random weird twist to the story that like sometimes is repeated, sometimes isn't someone comments on the mom on her mom brain podcast so she has a podcast at this time someone comments i know hillary hayward thomas from the cambridge school of weston in massachusetts she didn't have an accent then and didn't change her name to hilaria because she's not spanish please stop using an accent and interrupting your guests so i mean we were going to circle back to all of this but it turns out she went to high school in boston she went to the cambridge school of weston um people yeah, like, start coming out Pop
1: the bubble like everyone knows she really just went to spain for vacations and she didn't grow up with an accent she grew up as hillary she like, grew up fair-haired she, yeah. but what we love is her commitment to the grift and like how at every turn she just digs her heels in deeper
0: so nothing was gonna stop no. this woman from being spanish <laughs> Around this time, someone creates the Ilaria Baldwin Reddit thread, which is, subreddit? Sorry, which it's is
1: because the DC Urban Moms forum kept get, getting taken down by the litigious Baldwinito family, and so the person was like, "I need to put this somewhere else on Reddit. It can't get taken down because there's different um, rules around what you can say on Reddit." So. It's alive and well i'd say check it out now because she's still popping off uh with lots of hilarious things on there
0: yes and now we get to december 2020 so this is right where we need to be and the hilarious part of all of this is what kicks it off is an amy schumer instagram post so amy schumer reposts one of laria's photos where laria is wearing photo. <laughs> she is in black lingerie I don't even want to use the word underwear because it's giving lingerie. You know what I mean? They're not Hanes. A thong pulled up. She's photographed from the side, kissing her baby on the cheek. Um, Looking gorgeous. Yeah, she's gorgeous, (laughs) of course. So Amy, and Amy kind of does this snarky, silly stuff on Instagram. Amy took the photo and posted it to her own Instagram. At that time, Amy had just had a baby. And Amy wrote, Gene and I want to wish everyone a happy holiday season. Enjoy it with your family member, whichever family members you're talking to this year. So she was just being kind of silly of like, look, you guys, it's it's me me and my baby. Obviously, Amy Schumer doesn't look like that. She knows she doesn't look like that. Ilaria comments a crying face and two hearts which like fair enough like if someone did that to me i'd actually be like oh they think i have a hot body yeah like funny. fabulous haha yeah I posted it. it's
1: like, yeah, like it's very game.
0: like the way people will repost like a photo of a, of a victoria's secret angel or people be used like to do me. that and be like me yeah. you know what i mean obviously that's not you but it's like if you're the victoria's secret angel it's like okay whatever they yeah. think i'm hot ilaria then takes a screenshot of it and puts it on her instagram story and says i literally had to have someone explain this joke to me still don't get it 100 percent, but i'll like it and i'll comment some emojis so she, like, weirdly, she's upset she's by it. A she's a bit perturbed. Yeah. I know. Yeah. And then this is what kicks it off. She does, she uploads a video to her Instagram talking about the situation. The, in, the video is rambly. It ends up going into a discussion about body shaming. She's feeling attacked. She feels like people are now shaming her thin body. And because she doesn't look the way a mother should look. Like, I mean, <laughs> the whole thing is so ridiculous. Yeah. But... She does not have her accent in this video. She is speaking mm. as an American woman. She is presenting as a Bostonite. So after this video is posted, people start digging and people start posting. And it starts with a Twitter thread and also an Instagram, a set of Instagram stories. So, Holly, why don't I pass it over okay. to you?
1: And Tristan's got all the good tabs up, so he'll fill in where, where I forget. But this is kind of... I think a lot of people in her life who maybe knew her growing up were waiting for this moment like what the hell how has she gotten away with this so starts off a couple days after Christmas this whole thing um, this woman Elena Eleni who I'm pretty sure is like a New York mom in Ilaria's circle or at least knows her she is like you know what enough is enough I'm compiling all the evidence and I'm making a twitter thread and she was brilliant because she posted it like a couple days, or like the day after Christmas, I think. Yeah. I remember I was in the bathtub at my mom's house visiting when I saw this come across my front desk, and this thread, oh, so much of it has been deleted, but it just gave everything. You've got the cucumber video, you've got, uh, I don't know, all the evidence we just went over from the past, like, All of years. the
0: evidence of her mentioning her Spanish heritage, mentioning the fact that she was born in Spain, using a Spanish accent.
1: Then we've got the receipts of the parents who are not Spanish, and the receipts from people who knew her growing up, who knew her as Hillary, a blonde girl from Boston, and how... Okay, all of that comes out in this Twitter thread. It's so funny, too.
0: Yeah, in her parents... Uh, um, people obviously start looking into her parents. They find her grandparents' obituaries. It comes out... That on her father's side, her family had a, her father, her paternal family had a presence in Vermont that predated the American Revolution. Like, she is as American on her father's side as it gets. Um, and her mother's side, too, is, like, deeply, deeply American.
1: So this woman, Eleni, posts the thread over the Christmas break when all of the agencies PR, it's like the one day a year, two days a year that they're not going to be on top of everything. They're not going to be able to respond right away. So it gets pretty viral, and people start picking up on it. Um, This fantastic reporter, Tracy Morrissey, who's uncovered a lot of different grifters in the industry, um, creates this Instagram story, which is, again, kind of like just putting the timeline out there. Um, I think Tristan's pulling it up. So people are starting to catch on to it, and now is going to have to respond, which she does, I think, a couple weeks later. The New York Times actually does an interview with her where she attempts to clear up some of her... Um, inconsistencies in her background, and I'd say read it for yourself. It's pretty funny. Um, she's extremely indignant. She's extremely offended that anybody would care, um, as if she hadn't put all of this out uh, for public consumption for the past ten years. And yeah, yeah.
0: So just some of the quotes from her video, and then you guys yes. have to look at Tracy. It's Tracy Ann Morrissey on Instagram. You have to go through. It's in her Instagram story highlights. But some of the quotes from Ilaria's response are: I just want to be very clear just because I think there's some stuff that needs to be clarified. Like, she just talks in circles and won't just say it. I've tried in the past to be clear, but sometimes people don't always report and write what you say, and I just put my hands up. She says, I'm born in Boston, and then I spent some of my childhood in Boston, some of my childhood in Spain. There was, like, a lot of back and forth my entire life, and I'm really lucky that I grew up speaking two languages, and I'm trying to raise my kids so that they speak two languages, too. She says she tended to mix English and Spanish, depending on which language she's been speaking more of recently. It's one of those things that's always been a little bit I've been a little insecure of over different times. When I tried to work, I tried to enunciate a little bit more. But if I get nervous or upset or something, I start to mix the two. It's not something that I'm playing at. I want to be very, very clear. She says growing up in this country, she used the name Hillary, this country meaning the US, but her whole family calls her Ilaria." I think that we can all be really like clear that it's the same name, just a few letters different. So I think we shouldn't be so upset about it. Like she really leans into the idea that she grew up in two cultures speaking two languages she says let's be very clear that europe you know has a lot of white people in there and my family is white ethnically i'm a mix of many many things culturally i grew up with two cultures so it's really as simple as that so she just tries to say that she's spanish she when reporters would report on her being spanish she wouldn't really correct them um she just kind of went with it and and accused them of getting it wrong and not doing their jobs It never really.
1: Interjected has come out since then that her actual um, ancestry is English, German, Irish, and French Canadian. So, yeah, when she says I'm part of a lot of different cultures, that's true, but um, not the one that she was presenting as.
0: Yes. Also, her brother's name is Jeremy, which is just (laughs) hilarious because he didn't get a Spanish name. Hers is Hilaria, but I don't know what the Spanish version of Jeremy is. Um, and then, like, as far as there's, because then there's so many other things that come up. So, anyways, Alec does another video that is deranged. You oh, guys should watch God. it. I he's think there's like, like two minutes of silence the other at the magic beginning.
1: Part of this equation, like, you think her responses are heated. He he is the most sensitive uh, actor in Hollywood. I'm obsessed with his responses.
0: Boston.com does a story. So then all these publications start doing stories. They mention that she went to high school in Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: People who knew her start coming out. They're like. There's no way. Yeah, and
0: she did go to NYU, but she couldn't have moved there from Spain because she went to NYU immediately following her high school education in Boston. Um, she was known as Hillary Hayward Thomas to classmates and teachers. Um, so it really all starts coming out. She defends herself even more in a Times article saying that there's been misleading moments in her public life. She also addressed why she suggested she had dozens of family members from Spain and not just a <laughs> mother, father, and brother living there. She said 30 to 40. 30 to 40. That flew yeah. in to attend her wedding. Also, I confirmed her wedding was Montauk, so mm-hmm. she, which she said was like as the close to Spain, most, Spain as she could get. Yeah. She told the Times, these people, these are people, so these 30 to 40 people, these people are who I call my family. I'm learning in this particular situation, I have to say, people who we have considered to be our family. Like, okay, yeah, so you, now you she... You do have
1: to say that. You do have to clarify.
0: Yeah, because she was selling herself as a Spanish person and then... Alex's daughter, Ireland, also spoke out just saying that Alara is really sweet and people shouldn't dig into her. I mean, we're not questioning if she's sweet or not. No, she
1: seems actually like a pretty cool chick in a lot of ways. But
0: it's the fact that and it's not even that. I mean, there's no victims to this crime. I mean, we can say she drove her career along with the lie that she was Spanish. Maybe she did. Maybe she didn't. But it's just the fact that she stuck to her guns and was like, I'm Spanish. (laughs) <laughs>
1: yes, okay, so now we can like talk about it now that like the facts are out there, and a lot more. There's a lot more that we'll talk about. Like, more recently, she's really leaned back into the accent, even though everybody knows that it's kind of fake. I have no problem with her loving, adoring Spanish culture, writing Spanish Instagram captions, naming. I mean, it's a little weird to name your children fully Spanish names, but what kills me is like that using of the accent. Like, she didn't have an accent, and now she does that's <laughs> cultural appropriation it's not appropriate it's not okay and totally there's a lot yeah like it kind of raises Yeah kind of like questions there's like about cultural appropriation like Rachel Dolezal like you can love and adore a culture so much but you're
0: you can't assume that identity no. and, you know, take away from it. And I mean, there are p- people, people who come here from Spain have negative experiences as a result of immigration and language challenges and things like that. So for her to like take on that identity <laughs> and also take on like struggling with a language yeah, that like her not knowing the word for cucumber, it's like in her repeatedly having moments of like, Oh, my Spanish, my Spanish, and my, my first language, my mother tongue. And it's not, the you're, case yeah, like you're assuming true. those struggles for some bizarre reason so a couple of things i want to talk about quickly and i know we're we're going long on time but oh, i just want to i've
1: got like a lot more to say we're just getting into the okay
0: stuff. i just want to run through some of her instagram posts now that we've got through like the facts of the case um i just pulled up some instagram old posts and i'll describe them to you guys they're all in tracy <laughs> and morrissey's um twitter hi- i sorry instagram story highlights so you can see them yourselves but
1: you'll post these on
0: I will yes of course um so first there's a photo here it's her very pregnant on the left and then not on the right and she says nine months on the left nine months pregnant on the right 12 days postpartum obviously on the right she looks amazing she's literally so skinny she's wearing lingerie lacy bra black panties it's like hair gorgeous tussled hair it's like Alaria, please. No way. She was driving people nuts with the pregnancy stuff alone. And then yeah. there's a collage of like her in all these underwear shots pregnant. Like so many, you guys. Like multiple collages or nude. So she really loves it. Um next, I mean, we're just getting do, through do, like do all the craziness. One. There's one the so the other half that annoyed people were like the crazy yoga ones. There's one here like sexually <laughs> explicit yoga her. <laughs> upside down in a like mani pedi like in a nail salon chair chair. in a pedicure chair and she has her legs over her head so her toes are facing the floor if that makes sense (laughs) and like the attendant is doing her nails that way and she has her hands in prayer
1: (laughs) so and then there's okay i'm gonna describe one now because this one really pisses me off because it has something in common with this other one so this other one she's in like a lobby of a building on a doorman's like a bellhop cart oh my god tristan is showing me crazy things right now She's, like, upside down doing, like, a splits in the air, and she's got one foot on the wall and one foot on the bellhop, like, on his chest, like, her bare foot. So, again, she's using the service workers, like, the pedicurist, the bellhop, as, like, props in her weird sexual yoga game, which I feel like, again, is all tied into the Alec Baldwin thing. Is like, very concerned with, like, presenting as this.
0: And she also has tons of, like, pregnant workout posts like showing you how to exercise while pregnant which like you know pregnant women just don't want to hear that you know what I mean it's like it's frustrating another really disturbing one is following a miscarriage I'm not laughing at the miscarriage she posts a selfie of her and Alec With a really long caption that begins with many people think being soft is being weak but i found true power in being vulnerable when i decided to open up open up about my miscarriage i experienced this past spring i was nervous to talk about it but these hidden experiences in my life are only scary when i feel i cannot be open it goes on with more about her pregnancy and then it ends with i'm excited to be partnering with Nivea USA for their Rethink Soft campaign to help others see the power in soft and how it can actually unite us all. Hashtag ad. Hashtag Nivea USA. Get
1: the bag, girl. Oh oh my god, I freaking love her for that.
0: There's one here from... Oh my god, I keep losing it. Sorry. There's
1: just so many, like...
0: And also like clips of her mother speaking in conferences and stuff with no Spanish accent yeah. and not a Spanish woman. And there's another one where she mentions that Ilaria was born when she was in her second year of medical school mm-hmm. in Boston. And she, it almost seems like she pauses before she says Hilaria. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, she wanted to say Hillary. Hillary.
1: Of course. I think it's pretty like, I think the fact that she legally changed her name from Hillary to Ilaria is like your biggest red flag. Like that's everything you need to know right there i my name's holly i'm not gonna change my name to like hollerina or like i don't even know (laughs) totally different version of my name i get if you love the culture but okay so while tristan looks for this photo the accent work is probably like what she's most famous for so if you watch different videos of her over the years she'll be using a thick thick spanish accent then she'll be talking like a valley girl and you never really know what you're gonna get so she has said to the New York Times that her accent fluctuates, like depending on her stress level. Which again, that's not a thing, and like that, there's no validity to that. But to be fair, lately she's been under like an immense amount of stress with uh, terrible things that have been happening with her family. And you have to, if you haven't seen it, I'm sure you have. If you're on TikTok, if you're on the internet, seen the latest video with the paparazzi uh, and her speaking to them in like a thick Spanish accent after all this has come out. This is like a week ago. And at one point she's saying Ventaqui and she's ushering them over. She's got her baby like as a prop. I don't even know if that was her baby or if she's just wearing like a oh
0: prop. Oh my god. Baby. Okay. Just I what? don't wanna I don't want to dwell on this, but just yeah. to give you guys some context if you're unfamiliar. Alec Baldwin has been charged with Manslaughter. I hope I'm getting the charge yeah, correct. Yeah. With I manslaughter think, yeah. in the death of Helena Hutchins, who was a cinematographer on his film Rust. The incident happened in October of 2021 when he fired a prop gun that contained a live round, which it was not supposed to. Helena unfortunately passed away. It's Since sad. then, I mean, it is a tragedy. It's horrible, of course. Um, but, like, even just in the week after the tragedy, the two of them, Ilari and Alec, came out and talked to the press in what can only be called a mesmerizing performance of Alec like having a meltdown and Ilaria not she's filming the press like it's giving one of those her, like grocery store yeah. COVID videos she's filming them while they film her on her iPhone and then she just she keeps like butting in like the press ask a question they're like what do you say to the victim and Ilaria is like her name is Alina Hutchins say it blah, blah. and it's like <laughs> it gets so bad that Alec is like okay enough enough let me talk to the press like he pushes her out of the frame and then she comes back into frame on the other side (laughs) which means she like walked behind the reporters (laughs) and she just keeps like coming in and out of frame like oh it's so psychotic and then most recently so after he was charged last week she steps out of her apartment wearing a green sweater that says empathy across it (laughs) leather leggings and like bedazzled like chest. what look like ug slides i yeah. don't even know a baby's trapped to her chest she walks out of course the press are waiting for alec he's they're like where's alec he's the just been slaughter. charged and she she originally ignores them and just walks to her car and then she like she can't resist she can't resist them, no. like an opportunity so she's she like you know what
1: she's, like, come she's like you know
0: what i'll talk to you come with me come with me they stomp down the street she's like right we'll do it here And she goes into this whole speech about how she's like, when I leave with my kids and you're here in the morning, it's not respectful to my babies. They look at me. They say, mommy. What? (laughs) That's what she says. And it's like this whole long-winded speech that nobody asked for. Like, it's so bizarre. And these people can't help themselves. Like, if she had just married him and been like, I'm Spanish, and not been addicted to the limelight, she yeah. could have got away with it. Like, we really would have never known. But it's the fact that she insists on parading herself.
1: You'd think with her victimhood that she's, like, one of the female judges the Taliban ran out of Afghanistan. Like, Seriously. life could not be worse for her, <laughs> even though it seems, like, pretty great from my um, I have an Instagram post here.
0: This is from years ago, but it's her um, with the lights from the 9-11 museum <laughs> illuminated in the background, and she says... Remembering the light of the souls we lost 13 years ago today. We will never forget you. We will never forget. Hashtag Hillary yoga posture of the day. <laughs> Get the bag.
1: Like, okay. What? The yoga and then box, there's, one,
0: there's like a Christmas card photo of her with... Carmen, it's their first child, it's from Macy's in 2014, and the caption is thank you Macy's for making Carmen's first Santa Claus meeting so magical, this Papa Noel was definitely the real deal and like, I saw people commenting being like, even in Spain they use the word Santa I mean, I'm not Spanish, so I don't know whether they use Papa Noel (laughs) or Santa, it's just funny that she can't help herself, like, there was no reason for her to inject the Spanish there, but she just couldn't help it, you know
1: Okay, Tristan, let's talk, like, theories, why did she do all this? When did Alec find out? Like, what's your take on this?
0: Yeah. So I'm really obsessed with, like, when did Alec find out? And one of the big... Let's cons- talk
1: it out. I bet we can figure it out. Like, we yeah. done our research.
0: One of the big conspiracy theories here, to go back to 2011, mm-hmm. is that Alec Baldwin was obsessed with Salma Hayek, who did a guest stint in, like, I believe it was five episodes of... 30 um, Rock. 30 rock in 2008 to 2009. She played Alec's girlfriend. He gushed about Salma saying that he thought she was great. And she did a fabulous job. He even purchased her a wrap dress, a blue wrap dress that she wore on the red carpet and said that her TV boyfriend purchased it for her. Ha ha ha.
1: And apparently he asked her out and she was, she said, no, she was in a relationship. Yes. The time. So I, was
0: interested in her. I, so some people think that maybe Ilaria was dead set on winning. Alec heard about this and was like, he loves a Latin woman. Yeah. I am now Spanish. I
1: can literally picture her and Sarma, like, in their little (laughs) little studio apartment, just devising this plan and being, like...
0: Totally. And then it's, like, at what point did Alec figure out that she, like, he must have met her parents. He, like, there had to be a moment where he was, like, this is not adding up.
1: I just think, like, oh my god, this whole story reminds me so much of when I was a bit younger than I am now, and I would, like, love to lean into, oh, I'm Italian, and then just be so vague about it, like, (laughs) oh, like... Oh, I spent a lot of my childhood in Italy is like, yeah, I went on family trips there. Like, I understand the urge to like lean into your cultural totally. For sure. So I think pre internet times, right? Like, not that it was pre internet, it's like the early twenty tens. It's not like the way it is now. I think Alec probably didn't mind her like Spanish identity and like wasn't gonna stop her from getting all this press and all of her Ola and what was the other yeah, magazine?
0: Exactly. It's like, would yeah. she have been on magazine cover? Would she have been on the cover of People? Hillary Maybe Thomas. not, as Hillary yeah. Hayward Thomas. Would she be on the cover of Ola magazine as Ilaria? Yes, yes, she would. Three times, in fact. But you're <laughs> right, Holly. I mean, that's a good point. It's like, listen, I'm half Lithuanian. I love my <laughs> like, Lithuanian but... heritage, right? I love it. I went there. It's fabulous. And I think
1: I should have we... about that when I was young. Yeah, was like, and, oh, my like, right? my and my grandparents, right? And my mom. My were born there. My grandparents mm-hmm. were. No, my parents weren't, but like,
0: you know. And, but, totally, but it's like there are some cultural roots there still. We yeah. grew up eating the the food, my mom speaks Lithuanian, whatever. I grew up hearing Lithuanian, you grew up hearing Italian, that kind of thing. But she's not, her parents aren't Spanish either. Like no no one is Spanish. It's not even like, yeah, we all, you're right. And growing up, I remember I had friends and it's like, you know, they would really sell their cultural. Everyone's Italian, right? And they were all, uh, so many of my friends really leaned into their Italian culture, but they were Italian by heritage, you know, but for her to lean into the Spanish identity and have no Spanish
1: Yes. And I think that's why we're all obsessed with the story. Like that's what Makes it so and hilarious.
0: we should note, like, even after being exposed in 2020, she has not given up. Like, she's still speaking with no, a like, Spanish if accent. Anything,
1: it's getting worse, and that's <laughs> why we actually decided to do her this week because of this video that just came out. Where, like, yeah. it's the, probably the thickest I've heard. And you her know what? I head.
0: forgot. A me- I think it was. It might have been like the day of the thread when it was really picking up heat. She, her first response, even before the video, she posted to her story a screenshot of a text conversation between her and her brother, and it was just a normal conversation, but mm-hmm. entirely in Spanish. Mm-hmm. And she put, like, talking to my family back home, nothing better. And it's like, she totally was trying to be like, look how Spanish I am. Like, we're texting in Spanish. Yeah. Which is just, like, so bizarre. With her brother Jeremy.
1: Yeah. Uh. I also think, like, okay, not to give Alec Baldwin more credit than he needs like he's probably a bit wackadoo as well so like oh. this is the kind of thing he could probably get caught up in yeah he, doesn't, he has a huge ego it seems like he he called out it he called his 11
0: year old daughter a and pig, a
1: thoughtless pig. <laughs>
0: yeah. in a voicemail
1: and he's been kicked off of planes because i think he's playing words with yeah. friends and he's like losing and he had like a meltdown like he has a huge he ego punched
0: over. a paparazzi once yeah so yeah. i think
1: he could not want to get embarrassed by this whole thing like I think he figured it out pretty quickly like and he's probably down with her love of Spanish culture didn't realize probably how heavily she was going to lean into like the accent work but and you know you don't think you're going to get caught at that point because the internet is not what it is now yeah and now you know there's sleuths like Eleni and Tracy and us and like we're gonna get you and the DC urban moms Thank yes and
0: everything is up I mean even doing research for this episode it was a time's bit up. frustrating time's up <laughs> It was a bit frustrating because so many of the posts had been deleted. Like a lot of her best Instagram posts, yes. a lot of even the thread, like a lot of it is gone now, but the internet is forever. Like we all have screenshots of this stuff. It's not hard to find. And the Reddit, the subreddit, like it's all everywhere. So it's like, you just can't escape it. But uh, yeah, and there's
1: no like shortage of it. Like she was obsessed with attention and press and like portraying herself as a Spanish woman. So do we think Alec knows? Yeah, obviously he knows. I don't really know. We'll never know when he found out. Unless they... Oh, my Imagine they get divorced one day and, like, one of them writes a tell-all and, like, they just turn on each other. Oh, my
0: God. Right? I would... Love that. We also i just remembered we forgot to go through the children, and I'm not oh, saying yes. this to exploit the children. Their children oh, like they're children, of course, so they're innocent, they they're actually, so cute.
1: I've seen on all the threads that the children are extremely well behaved and they're very sweet.
0: Yeah, relatives. and I think you know what, another part of why some of the mom snark started was she really portrayed herself as like the super mom raising yes. all these children, and they all she has a team of nannies. Five, object- apparently
1: there's a nanny for each child, and so, everyone who lives in her building can yeah. to
0: that. And she would be posting like oh my god and raising five kids and you know waking up with babies which is true and i'm sure she spends a lot of time with them but it's like she obviously has a lot of help so just so you guys know (laughs) 2013 they have these are their names carmen gabriella 2015 rafael thomas 2016 leonardo angel charles 2018 romeo alejandro david 2020 eduardo Pau lucas um, 2021, Maria Lucia Victoria. And
1: this is the first one that uses
0: a... a surrogate that they publicly... Yeah, and this yeah. one was and born
1: actually uses two accents in the child's name, Maria Lucia, with two uh, with
0: two accents. accents. And this mm-hmm. this one, Maria Lucia, was born just months after this all like hit the news, and they still gave her the name Maria Lucia, which I think is pretty I feel iconic. I
1: like it was like a fu, like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, you don't
0: like and her. then yeah. in 2022 in September, so just a few months ago, they had Ilaria Catalina Irena Irena, and Ilaria is spelt without the h, so there's no confusing this one.
1: But that is so crazy because her given name to herself is Ilaria so she's given the baby like a version of her own fake name like it's
0: just so good just with like the better spelling so she doesn't have to correct it oh it's too much and I mean Holly you just touched on another two more conspiracies so the first one and I'm not too well versed in this but she did at least for the second last child used a surrogate Many, allegedly, if you're listening, please do not sue me. I do not know this to be a fact. Some on these forms allege that she may have used a surrogate for the the final two babies. She may have used a surrogate for many of these children.
1: But there's there's nothing wrong with that. But she seemed to love to wear this pregnancy belly. Okay, I'm just going to come out and say, I think she used a surrogate. Or no. Yeah, used a surrogate. Again, nothing wrong with that. But I think she was playing it off like they were her... like for some of the earlier children as well
0: yes but then did she stockpile pregnancy photos because she has all these belly bump you know porn she's naked i know i you know know, i'm not an expert in this one
1: there's a few there's like one kid where the photo there's again go on reddit yourself just it's easy to find google eladia pregnancy on reddit and you'll find very detailed threads There's ones where the bump looks really fake, and I'm not, like, a conspiracy theorist at all. Like, I believe, like, the Americans went to the moon back in the day. I literally
0: believe whatever they tell me.
1: Yeah, but then you look at this weird, these photos of her, like, with this bump. So then in this thread, it says, like, she might have gotten, and I think this might be pretty credible, like, addicted. So after she had the first baby, Carmen, Yeah. and she bounced back, and that's her whole thing is, like exercise, bouncing back, looking so skinny yeah. after you have kids, like, she might have gotten addicted to that cycle, and she's spoken about having eating disorders, like,
0: yes, that's true, nothing yeah. wrong
1: with that, and the attention of, like, I think that's also, like, I mean, I was following her this whole time, and, like, I have to say, like, I was watching her, I thought it was pretty compelling, it's like, oh, she's having, she's had seven kids, Six of them naturally, and she looks like this. Like, how the hell does she do it? Like, oh my god, maybe I should do some toe lifts while I'm brushing my teeth. Like, that's Seriously. all it was too. Was like, I know the
0: exercises my. are very funny. It's
1: like, like the tiniest micro movements. So I think she might have gotten into a cycle and.
0: She couldn't get off the ride. It's like, yeah, you, you start, it starts with a, a little lie yeah. and then which it just grows like and grows and you can't her whole give it Spanish up. Grift too. It's yeah. like,
1: this is, she's a pathological person, which is like why we love her. And so I know. I wouldn't it, put it this, this past her. And you
0: know, it's funny. Did you ever grow up with someone like I feel like I totally had neighbors and classmates, okay, very, a liar yeah. who <laughs> <laughs> would be like, Hillary Duff came to my birthday party and they would stick to it. Like they would insist. And it's like, you just made that up unprovoked. It's not like you're covering up something or like you have a reason to lie or something. Most video. It's like you literally just made up that Hillary Duff came to your birthday party.
1: Yeah. And like I mean,
0: we can confirm that she didn't. Like I can ask your mom if Hillary Duff came there and she didn't. No. You like, know?
1: Come on, we all know like people who are a bit pathological like like that and I feel like her and Alec would just be a match made in heaven. Not that I think she's like a pathological liar. I think she's like gotten caught up in some crazy <laughs> lies, but they're both like I don't know, personality disorder. They're both like, narcissists. Yeah, and I'm not saying that
0: to be mean. It's like they are narcissists. Yeah. And you know what's funny? This is the last, I mean, it's not a conspiracy, but the last connect thread I wanted to pull was Alec was such an outspoken critic of Trump on Twitter and they were getting into it a lot and whatever. And he actually is more similar to, they're, they're more similar than they are different in a lot of ways. Like I yes. think his delivery and like, identity is so similar to that of Donald Trump and Ilaria is in a way so similar to Melania. I mean Melania is a little more private and like we don't know as much about Melania, but there's definitely some weird (laughs) there's some weird rewriting of history with Melania's bio that I think mirrors with Ilaria's bio.
1: Okay, here's so Alec recently posted like if you don't think they love attention this much, this should do it for you. He recently posted a couple of weeks ago for her birthday, this crazy Instagram video, which he, okay, so when this all the Spanish stuff come out? Do you remember this video he put out, Tristan, where he goes, consider the source.
0: Yeah, that was back then in December, so it would have been, like, December, January 2020, yeah, like 2021. he does this,
1: like, monologue, and my friend and I always say that to each other now, like, consider the source. Okay, so he, like, do, does these Instagram videos, so this is one that he did for her birthday, like, the other week. I would like to ask you a small favor, and that is my wife is just centimeters shy of a million followers on Instagram. I'd like to ask you as a birthday gift or even just a gesture to my wife, would you follow her on Instagram? And this is for separate videos. I would like as many of you as possible. I would like a really great, great surge of people, which sounds very Trumpian, again, to follow my wife on Instagram, to say happy birthday to my wife. Would you do that for me? Would you follow my wife on Instagram, please? And then she did get over a million followers because it, like, yeah, it worked but I'm and like, I was one of them. Where do I find a man like that? That is what I need in my life.
0: They, oh, they love each other. They yes. ride for each other. And some people I saw a theory on TikTok, like this most recent in her empathy sweatshirt mm-hmm. where she said, Key. it's Benaki. like, <laughs> is she distracting from his legal troubles by putting her Spanish accent back on? So we all talk about her Spanish accent Whoa, and not his legal troubles. I don't know if I give them that much credit by way of intelligence. And I'm not saying that to be mean either. But it's like, yeah, it is interesting that he would be like, Ilaria, go out there and be Spanish.
1: Yeah, because it's kind of a lighthearted news story. Like, at the end of the day, like we said, it's not that deep. We don't really care if she's Spanish or not. Like, it's hilarious. But, yeah, I can think <laughs> I of it I don't a want her to stop. Yeah. God, I hope she never stops. I know. But it is giving, like, one of those ride-or-die couples, like, Jen and Coach Shaw. Like, Heidi and Spencer. Yeah, like, it's just, like... The, the crazy just works together, and I love it for them.
0: We love it.
1: And I love their kid The kids are really cute. Honestly, I'd say she's a good follow on Instagram. Like, she's funny. No, she's not, she's not funny. Hate follow. You know, whatever you think. Whatever you think of that.
0: OK, well, we have been talking for an hour and 20 minutes.
1: Oh, my god. Are you serious? Last time we did 45 minutes. I know. Well, we told you we were obsessed with Ilaria and we're just her pepinos okay (laughs) at
0: the end of the day we are just her pepinos so thank you if you made it this far thank you we love you please like comment give us a five-star review and follow for more we're going to keep going with these also um i should have said this in the beginning and maybe we'll add it in after holly how easy is it for me to add speech at the beginning of this really easy okay so maybe we'll cut that little bit out but if we didn't don't judge us follow you guys please follow. My gossip Instagram, Lindsay Lohan, L I N D S A Y L O W H A N. I will post some Ilaria photos and we can chit chat more there.
1: Yes, that's at Lindsay Lohan with a W in Lohan. Correct?
0: Yes, exactly.
1: Okay. And we'll, yeah, we'll add that to the top of the episode too. Cause we're just so good at editing podcasts now. It just comes naturally. To we're us. literally
0: so good. We're so talented. Thank you, everyone. I don't know. Holly, do you have any, do you have any final thoughts?
1: Um, no, I just mean I hope she never stops. Like I'm just will be following her forever. And uh yeah, if you want to send this podcast to your friends, that would be great because we just need thousands. We need millions now. Of
0: we need artists. her to write a book. Like now that you said that, a it's like yeah. I need this tell-all or, of her like, journey. Or I think
1: it'd be better if Alec turns on her and exposes her because she's not. She's not going to expose herself. Yeah,
0: I know, but I just think even a tell-all from her would just be deranged it and like iconic. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll read the. Book. <laughs> Okay, well, that's all for today. Thank you, everyone. Adios. Adios. I just can't help myself.